Hey, everybody. So I died. That's fun. But you know what? That's part of the game. Uh, I already have 10 more characters lined up. So don't worry about Thurskill. Maybe he'll be back. Maybe he'll be a monster that we fight later. I don't know. But um, we're going to go ahead and get into the episode. But first, I got to thank uh, Midnight Syndicate for the use of the haunting music. You can find them at www.midnightsyndicate.com. Also, Sword Coast Soundscapes for the mood that they set with their spooky noises. You can find them at youtube.com slash Soundscapes. We're going to go ahead and get right into this episode. You'll have fun. Bye. So for those who aren't familiar with this kind of game, character death is a real thing. Mm-hmm. And it that's is. what just happened. Yeah. <sighs> we just lost. totally messed up my flanking. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that is the biggest priority here. Well, I mean, you're not wrong. It wasn't my character death. <laughs> you wouldn't be here this week if it was your character death. <laughs> and since uh, Thurskill died, Philip is not here today. That's a lie. Philip. Hi, how you Philip? doing, Philip? No, I'm dead. Uh, I'm totally dead. Philip died? I died. You were that into your character? Of it, course I did. A mm. little piece of me died. Wasn't that that the D&D scare was like people were killing themselves in real life because their characters died? That's in the exactly, yeah. exactly the scare. Was it the satanic panic? Yeah. Satanic panic, yeah. Oh. Well. That's when you get too attached to your characters. Are you, are you that attached? I mean, I'm wearing all black. Literally, I am wearing you, you're all black. <laughs> Philip is in mourning. For your socks character. are white. Oh. Why didn't you match your socks? Because uh, I'm a... And is your underwear black? I don't want to know. That is We don't really want to know. <laughs> I just want to know. We did hear a funny story about uh, somebody who came in a... His Halloween costume was... Was, oh. was underwear. Yeah. Was underwear. <laughs> yeah. He came as Walter White from Breaking Bad and showed up at work and just tidy whiteies. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> and where, 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 where did, did you work? work? That yeah. was when I was working at Starbucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's didn't horrifying. Didn't meet the dress code. Did no, did no, no, no. I sent no. him home. That is a scary <laughs> costume. It, oh, it was terrifying. He's not somebody I wanted to see in underwear. He looked like Walter White? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I, actually, I think Walter White looked better than him. Oh, Ooh. oh no. Ooh. Oh, no. Yowza. Yeah. All right. But no, it, as far as character death, it is part of this game. And with this being a horror adventure, it's probably something that's going to happen mm-hmm. potentially to everybody. I mean, Vivian right now is at death's door. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, Rod- she's stabilized, so she's not bleeding out. But Roderick's been there. <laughs> again. Over and over, over and, and over. And again. You know, I really thought it was going to be you, not yeah. me. <laughs> well, based on how things are going, but... You know, the good news is, this is the boss fight. You died in an epic battle. Yeah. You saved Vivian's life. We're fighting the final boss of this book. No, Thurskill would be proud of his death. It's very epic. Mm-hmm. Absolutely Truly proud a warrior. Yeah. And, he was, and, and he was scared. Like, he went up scared. He's... Uh, Thurskill would argue that point. Well, he would. You Thurskill said he said was. He was you said Thurskill was scared. Yeah, no, Thurskill would not ever say he was scared. He wouldn't admit it. <laughs> he would. Right. He would tell you why that's a bad idea because a uh, spooky ghost. <laughs> but I mean, oh, I'm already sad. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? Drinks up. Yes. yes. Drinks. Drinks up for Thurskill. What hey. a great character. Really. I mean. Cheers. Was, None of cheers. us can reach each other. Yeah. So we're all just holding Down them bay, up. as we say. In he was, he was based on a, a Norse god. So, Here, Val, let's pop to Valhalla. To Valhalla. Mm-hmm. That was good. Oh, 
It was going to happen to somebody at some point. Yep. And it, like, like you said, at least it was to, at least it was in an epic battle. To the boss. To the boss of the book. And not just some random scythe, scythe or some <laughs> random trap or didn't get pulled underwater by skeletons. <laughs> it's been quite an adventure so far. Yeah. It has. And it's, and it's you know, it was well fought. This, we're not even done. We're not, not even done with this battle. battle. It's not no. over yet. But, and the Splatterman died and we can all move on, right? <laughs> right? Uh, no, Splatterman is still alive. But we well, learned that ish. he's less than half. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he is ghost bloody. He's ghost, ghost bloody. bloody. So speaking of uh, such things, it is still his turn. It is. Wait, no, he just killed me. How is that was still a standard his turn? action? Not standard action. So oh, he's, he's got to he move still action. Move away. Oh, can I take a? Uh, if he moves, can I take an attack of opportunity from beyond from the, the grave? grave. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you were dead, yeah. that would be no. But uh, and just so Philip has something to do this episode, since Thurskill is permanently dead, he will be playing Dwarfy. I will be playing Dwarfy, and Dwarfy's voice. Is not going to sound like Thurskells. But it's also not going to sound like you. I mean, yeah. it can't sound like You're you. You're going to do Dorothy's so, uh, voice? He's good. He, he's. Uh, no, that sounds just like Thurskill. Uh, I have to work on that. I'll be back. Yeah. All right. But you're going to do his voice today. I, I, I mean, determined. I mean, I've, I've kind of somewhat done a Cockney style accent for him. Cockney? You want me to do Cockney? I can do Cockney. <laughs> Please don't do that. That's that, easy. No, no, no I'm gonna do. Co- now, no, I'm do Cockney. That. That's a lot of. That, that's, that's a lot of Cockney. Don't. That's I, too much cock. Big, not enough knee. No, yeah. I'm gonna fight this ghost. This is. You know what? I fought this ghost this one time. It's like this massive, massive ghost. It's as big as you like. I miss Thursko. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Already. Yeah. yeah. All right. So anyway, um, <laughs> Spider Man's turn. He is going to move out of the way. Kind of go over. But that does attack. Uh, that's corpse. an attack of opportunity from Dwarfy. It is and from Dwarfy and from Zenobia. Is he still in the consecrate? Oh, circle? is he? No, he has now moved out. Fuck. He is now out of the consecrate zone. Balls. But that's two attacks of opportunity. Yep. So, one from Zenobia, one from and Dwarfy. So what does that mean? Roll your die. Roll an attack. Which mm-hmm. one? Your D twenty. D twenty. Yeah. I have many die. <laughs> Roll the one you're holding. And what do I add to it? You're, no, you're it's making just a like melee an attack. attack. So what do oh. you roll? I rolled a twelve. That should hit then. With my intincted, yeah, my so holy water and intincted did you, heavy mace. Did you pour that on? Last I, I remembered. Yeah, she yes, I did. On. Okay, all right. And, and then I missed. Yeah, she yeah. poured it on, swung, and missed. Okay, but she, she missed twice. Okay. Remember, she rolled a one and then a two. Yeah. Okay, so waste my well, I didn't waste my hero sword because I didn't fumble. So anyway, that's a twelve plus a um, that's eighteen. Study. That is with the study. Okay. And bless. It's blessed a lot. 19. Yeah. Uh, bless should still be active, right? Yeah, it lasts a while. Yeah. All right. So, so 19. 19? Yes. That'll hit. I think three minutes is how long it lasts. Yeah, I think it's a level. Yeah. And so it's 1d8 for the mace damage. For the mace damage is 1d8 plus 3. And it's magical. Plus 1. Mm-hmm. Ah, max damage, 8 plus 4. Yes. 12. Oh, wow. So 12 of that. 12 on the mace, and then it's 2d6. 2d4. Do you always want a 2d6? I always want 2d6. I always pick 2d6. I'll do 2d6. Go for it. It's never. It's my death day. Go for it. Happy death day to you. Uh, three on the holy water. Wait, are you sure? So it's 15 total? Yes. Yes. I'm sure. All right. He is still standing. And but but Dwarfy does get an attack. And three of that was holy damage. Or yes. whatever. Holy water. Holy water. Yeah. Holy water. But it, that I mean it is from a physical source. A physical mm. source is got it. Half. Got it, got it. Okay, uh twenty. 
20 will hit. Yes. Hey. And he has magically enhanced his hammer, so it actually hits incorporeal creatures. Yes. Well, my mace was magic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We got you. That, that's why you did the damage. If it wasn't magic, you would It wouldn't have done anything. You would have only had the holy water damage. Six points of damage. Six points. That's great. All right. Still up. And it is Zenobia's turn. I can't get to him. Uh-uh. You can move up close enough to be in his face if you want to. I do not want to be close <laughs> enough for him to touch me. <laughs> Am I? Wait, is my is my body difficulter terrain? Difficulter. <laughs> I mean, they can step on it if they want. Yeah, I don't mind. She don't kicks point. it in the face as she walks by. I'm going to move up so that I can. Uh, so you move up ten feet. I'm going to move up ten feet so that I can respond if he attacks me. So you want a ready in action? Want a ready in action? Ready in action. To attack if he comes close. Yes. Yeah. Is my mace still? Yep. Holy water. Yep. Yep. Okay. Through the end of this round. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vivian can do nothing because she's unconscious. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I was like, what are you thinking right now as you're lying there unconscious? I don't think she's thinking too much right now. Uh, she's probably having some horrible nightmares. Probably. Yeah. Probably hear the Splatterman's voice yeah. whispering in her ear. I wonder if she feels their skill crossover. She might. She's on that borderline. Mm-hmm. And she's a cleric, so she's dealt with death. Mm-hmm. She might just be hearing a... I don't know. Vivian. Vivian. There's Cal. Vivian. There's Cal. I'm going to have to leave. What? I'm, I'm going to have to leave. I'm legit getting teared up. They're still fighting, but he got me, Viv. <sighs> I'm. I need you to give a message to my family. Okay. I need you to tell them I'm sorry. I will, Thurskill. I'm so sorry. I didn't. I didn't know what else to do, and I'm sorry. And I. I need you to tell everybody else. I'm sorry. You're forgiven, Thurskill. I didn't mean it. I have to go. I love you. I love you, Viv. Oh man, I'm wow. so teared up now. That's gonna get a hero card. <laughs> yeah, I'd be very mad at you if he did not get a hero card for that. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to make you cry. Oh, it's good. That was, that was good, Philip. That was really good. <laughs> that was good. Oh. Roderick would be up next. <sighs> okay, Roderick moves up 15 feet, which is the furthest he can move in the difficult terrain, and he's going to attempt to make this will save again. And we so fucking mad. You don't make this will save. <laughs> I did it! Yes! Oh. I did it! Yes! 14! Oh, good job, Richard. On the nose. As just enough to pass. Oh, All right. Okay. And he casts his second casting of Magic Missile. All right. Two right. missiles fly out of his finger at this oh, son of a bitch. You, and he says... You could kill him. He says... That man did not deserve that, but you deserve all of the suffering that this world can bring upon you. Five points <gasps> with two missiles. Uh, not enough. Oh. It's so close. So close. Oh, it's Dorothy. Dorothy can't do anything. He's he can get to no, he can get to Can he get to Yeah. But that hurt. That hurt the Spider-Man a lot. Dwarfy is up next. Dwarfy sees uh, Thurskill has fallen. Mm-hmm. He sees Vivian has fallen. He is panicking because he doesn't know who to help because he doesn't know that Thurskill's gone Mm -hmm. but he knows that he can get to Vivian it's easier for him to get to Vivian so he's going to run up to Vivian 
and he is going to cast his last fervor. Oh, man. One. Oh. He is so distracted at two of his friends falling. Mm-hmm. We should eliminate ones and twos from all of them. Uh, Just I, rub him out. I like yeah. the effort, though. Yeah. 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 Does he say anything? He's like, Vivian. I can't do his voice, <laughs> but uh, I'm doing his voice. We already established that. Yep. He's like, you gotta wake up, love. You gotta Aww. wake up. That's sweet. And uh, he um, is shaking. Um, you, you know how you... Uh, okay, so um, you know how you... Rub, like, yeah. Like shakes him on the chest? On the chest. But is he making sure to cop a feel as he do, does it? A little bit. <laughs> An unintentional feel. <laughs> She's wearing a breastplate. Yeah. That's why it's unintentional. But, it, but it's molded. Yeah, it's perfect. He's cupping the, the boobs perfectly. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you gotta wake up, Viv. <laughs> there's no this on a breastplate. There's... This is a uh, physical joke. Yeah. yeah. Or visual joke. Yeah. Visual joke. You know what I was doing. I mean, you, you, you yeah, it's funny. I mean, he would probably rock the body about that. <laughs> but you're one point closer to awake. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep. And you're, you're now close, next to me. So one point closer to death. <laughs> well, now he's next to me, so he could, if you administer a potion next round, then I, I don't have a potion. I've got one. Okay, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So next up is the Splatter Man. The son of a bitch. And he is going to cast Magic Missile don't do it. right back at Roderick. Don't do it. Put the calculator again. Mm-hmm. Roderick takes 17 points of damage. Oh, thank that hurts God, so though. much. That is so much less than it could be. Yeah, that that could have been a lot worse. You're like, are you still up? 30? Yeah, Roderick is still up. <sighs> All right. Zenobia, we're back around to you. Can she get up to him? I think she yeah. can. Get up to him and swing again. Does her weapon still have holy water on it now? Now this is two rounds, so it is it is not so active. You'd have to spend a swift action to use another one. But she can do that. She can do yes. all that hit still. Yes. I could do that. I'm going to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And can st- she draw it and yes. okay. it's a, it's quick, quick draw, draw it? Yeah. And and but can she move up and apply it? Yeah. Okay, okay, she's got it. Okay, okay. I just want to make sure. Alright, so she steps up and I'm just I'm not even speaking at this mm-hmm. point. So furious. And I swing with my mace. Oh come on. It's, it's eleven. That's good. That's Thank good. God. Uh, 17, 18, 19, 20. That's a definite hit. <sighs> and so. 1d8. 1d8. 7 plus 3, 10. <sighs> uh, 11, 12 for the, no. the bless is no, gone. That's just for hitting, not for damage. Okay, so then I'm up to 11 for the mace. And then. 2d4. Not 2d6 like it should be. <laughs> <laughs> and that's four points of holy water damage. So, 15 points total? Yes. As Zenobia strikes through the splatter man, he screams out one last time in pain and disappears. Oh. <sighs> wow. So he's gone. I just lean the mace in the middle of the splotch that he's left. Mm-hmm. The, ectopl- the ectoplasmic the splotch. Ectoplasm. Yeah. Splotch. My, we would all be dead, not just Thurskel, we would all be dead <laughs> if it wasn't for Zenobia. 
Well, I think we would have been dead if it hadn't been for Thurskill, too. That's true. He was he got the first hits. I think everybody That was a good battle. Everybody that was a good, yeah, that was a good a fight in that. Yeah. I think Dorfy did the least and that's okay cuz he's the No, he's the buffer. He character. buffed everybody. Hey, man. Come on. He had the first move, bless, helped everybody out right from yep. the beginning. Yeah. He's uh, also the auxiliary character, so Yeah. It's okay that he had he the least role in right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it wouldn't feel like we'd won it. If the draw if the dwarf beats the boss then you know. This dwarf, not all dwarves. I mean, I was kind of hoping Roderick was going to do it, but it's okay. <laughs> you, it's joke. you got so, him down to one hit point. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, no. As soon as as soon you as almost you blowed him up, as soon as you rolled that ten, I looked at Gary and he had that little teeny tiny smirk on his face. <laughs> I was like, oh, thank God he's dead. Yes, that's like, oh, thank goodness. <laughs> oh I just, man, I just wanted to hear how much damage you yeah. did. Yeah, he's definitely dead. Not just a little bit dead. Yeah. He's he's re dead. He's, he's what? He's dead. 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 Uh, he's as dead <laughs> as Thurskill. So now, <laughs> I'm sorry, I broke, I, I ruined the mood. <laughs> so we still have the end of the combat to resolve. So um, Roderick, I mean, he's he's torn right now because Zenobia just just obliterated this guy, mm-hmm. and he sees Thurskill down, and he sees Vivian down. Well, Dwarfy is right beside. Vivian, so he's going to reach for her potion and give it to her. Yeah. Administer so, her potion. Roderick Roderick says, Dorothy, check on Vivian. I'm gonna see if I'm gonna see to Thurskill. Okay, so And I also come uh, over, what is, come over what to is the, uh, potion? It's one D eight. One D eight plus one. One D eight plus one. Which I think we said one D six so, last episode. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Four. That should be enough to get her plus. But it's enough though. to get her to zero. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it gets me to zero. Are right. you awake then? Yes. So hold on a second. But if she moves, she's back down to negative one. <laughs> well, she can, she can, she can flip and touch herself. Wait, wait, no, wait. No. <laughs> she can Not heal myself. Hey, phrasing, <laughs> super phrasing. Okay, so Dwarfy um, administers a potion. Uh, her eyes flutter awake. She starts coughing, <laughs> and um, she's she she just says she's like Thurskill, no, and she's gonna channel. Okay. Mm-hmm. And as she's doing that, uh, as she's doing that, Roderick is going to roll a heal check to see uh, about Thurskill. Nine. Yeah. Now I have good healing. Nine. <laughs> I rolled a nine heal check. You rolled nine healing. Yep. <laughs> Battle the nines. Amazing. So is Thurskill alive? Nine. No. You're handling this very well, Philip. I mean, if you were a girl, you'd be crying. True. I, I, I am. (laughs) (laughs) Even Zenobia shed a tear. Does Roderick know he's dead, though? I mean, it probably doesn't take a very high deal check. With that much damage done to him, it doesn't take a because lot what, to see. Because what took him down? It was this corrosive hand thing? Yeah. It was that corruptive touch. It was that necrotic energy coursing through his veins. <sighs> it's almost as kind of as if like his blood vessels just like burst on It's the corroding outside. his body. Uh, yeah. yeah. But in that moment, Vivian, as you've channeled, you know that Thurskell isn't getting back up. You look down into your hands and remember one of the last things that Thurskell did when he spoke to you was handed you something. She looks down at her hands. And you have a hero card from Thurskill. No. No. Vivian sees this and she sits up and she sees Dwarfy sitting over her, but she's looking around and she's looking for Thurskell. And she sees his body across the room and she... And she sees Roderick 
he's over Thurskill's body and he's trying to move his hands in a certain way, but nothing's happening. It's like he's trying something he's never done before. Oh, interesting. But and, it's not working. And she's not, and she's she probably sees it and she's like, oh, maybe later. But she's just totally focused in and she just runs forward to Thurskill and, you know, is throwing herself over the body. She's like, Thurskill, no. No, you're forgiven. It's okay. No, you don't have to leave. And, uh, just starts crying like I'm doing oh my goodness I am such a baby (laughs) Vivian cast gentle repose on him I I can't I can't not right now then gather yourself together and do it we can take his body to the temple the priests of Phrasma will be able to do it yeah no I meant like I don't have the spell to do it right now like I don't have Uh, to okay I'm sorry (laughs) don't yell at me (laughs) I'm sorry I thought you were I thought that was an in character no, she actually no, I, yeah. no, I really uh, can't do it right now, uh, Zenobia. Not even flavor-wise. Okay. Zenobia, I can't. I can't. All right. That power's not available to me right now. We'll wait until it is. It's fine. We're going to take him back to town. It, it, did we Did we win? Yes, we did. Splatterman is gone. Zenobia finished him off. <sighs> that was a horrible battle. Vivian, as you all are talking, Vivian's just holding Thurskell's head in her lap and she's just stroking his beautiful golden locks. She's just like, it's not it was right. A good, it was a good day for him to die. He died as a warrior. He died as a hero. Yes. Vivian's kind of nodding and just crying. Um, she channels one more time. We will send word to his tribe of his bravery. This is so funny because like, I, when it happened, I was like, it's fine. But <laughs> now I'm being such a girl about it and just... I'm, I hate. Oh, I'm so lame. This shows my nerddom that I cry over this game. No, that <laughs> you know what? As harsh as this is about to sound, I'm glad it made you cry. That <laughs> means it, it it meant it meant yes. It, it there's going m- meant something to somebody. Well, and if I can be a loser about it, it's like this is part of the benefit of having the female energy. On the show. <laughs> <laughs> way, to, way to be sexist about it, jeez. <laughs> She no. knows I'm right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Vivian uses her last channel of the day to, uh, did I tell you the healing? Six points. Six points. <laughs> Roderick. Yes. How does your will feel? That is a good question. That's a great question. How's Roderick tries will? to cast an uh, arcane cantrip. You're able to cast it. No problems. I seem to be released. That is a relief. As Thurskill was able to release the axe when we defeated the Lopper, I seem to be released from my haunt now that we've defeated the Spider-Man. Well, some some good came out of all of this. He had to take one more victim with him. That bastard. Dorfie is, is in the exact position where he was next to Vivian. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he is turned around, facing away from everyone, because he's crying. He grew up being bullied all of his life, and he really felt that Thurskill was, like, a very good friend. So he's taking this really hard because he basically just lost his best friend. Absolutely. When you see his face, it is his beard is covered in snot <laughs> and tears. But um, he he has no more magic to give. He has nothing left. He has nothing left to give. He feels worthless, just like when everyone was making fun of him. This hits him really hard. Mm. And... Uh, part of his character that I created for him was that he has this 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 uh, this drive to please. So the person that gave him the most Thurska was the person who gave him the most attention, mm-hmm. and it's it's gone. So he's he just feels alone. All the times he dared him to 
drink the poopy water and lick the bloody axe and they were they were playing that's that's they were affectionate it was brothers picking on each other yeah so dwarfy effectively lost his brother today so he is he is you know how vivian was was upset and crying he's worse i feel it's not a competition (laughs) <laughs> but he was, it was the first person in this town that actually paid attention because this isn't a this isn't a friendly town. Mm-mm. He's not from here, and he's the first person that he really bonded, bonded with. with. Yeah. So, building on that, Zenobia walks over to Dwarfy and puts her hand on her shoulder and says, "Priest, we have to get his body ready. Come help me." <laughs> I know. I just need a minute. I just need just a second. She hands him her handkerchief. Wipe your beard, priest. <laughs> that was good, Philip. I was wondering how you were going to make that noise. <laughs> you can keep it. He so, tries to. He tries to hand it back to her. She's yes. like, "No, no, it's yours." <laughs> so Roderick, and then he ru- rubs his eyes with it because he's gross. Oh, <laughs> gross. That's so Roderick, no hero card for that. <laughs> your hero card has now been removed. Yep. <laughs> no, that was and covered in star card. <laughs> So Roderick feels kind of bad about it, but at the same time, he's going through his own stuff right now. So he starts looking around the room to see what he can find um, of note. All right. Uh, So as you look around the room, you don't really see much throughout the cells, things like that in this area. But as you're standing there by the, the pit that's in the middle of this room, you can see, especially with your dark vision, you can see well enough that down at the bottom of the pit, there is another body, and he does have a few things on him. Isn't the pit full of water? It is. Mm. Well, Roderick has the swim skill. He should be able to handle it without an issue, because it's still water, right? Yeah, it's still water. Yeah, Roderick's swim is plus six, so he should have no problem getting down there and getting what's in there. Before you jump in, Vivian shakes out of her... her uh, what's the word I want? Uh, Funk. It's like meditation. Despair? Reverie. 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 See, I was thinking revelry, and I was like, that's not the word. <laughs> <laughs> she was partying hard. Vivian shakes out of her reverie, and uh, she detects magic down the pit. And you detect magic down there. All right. And then she'll cast guidance on Roderick. So that's a plus seven to a swim check. All right. I apparently just plummet when I swim. I've got a negative three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the armor, man. <laughs> you just you sink. are armored up. Well, I wouldn't swim in my armor. And then you wouldn't have a negative three. Mm-hmm. Alright, so Roderick is going to make the swim checks to go down into the pit. Yes, sir. Alright. Can we tie a rope around him? Just, you can yank him up if something mm-hmm. horrible happens. Yeah, sure. can do that. Hold your breath. See, and Roderick, emotionally, he's he's feeling conflicted. Like, he's he is very unhappy about Thurskill, but he was under the panic effects of the haunt the whole time. And he's also a very pragmatically minded person, if that hasn't come across. So he's, mm-hmm. he's like, look, his death can't be in vain. We have to keep going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's good. It's, it's him and uh, Zenobia. They're keeping shit together. Mm-hmm. So you make it down there. You make it down 30 feet into the pit. And you see the corporeal remains of the Splatter Man. Ugh. That son of a bitch. Uh, a lot of the stuff has been basically corroded away because it's been underwater for a long time but you do find three things of note you find a long sword a dagger and a ring on his finger vivian can tell that the sword the dagger and the ring are all radiating magic is it a ring of resurrection <laughs> it is not 
So Roderick gets a 19, taking 10 on Spellcraft. All right. He so- gets up above the water before he does that. Okay. Do you get out of the water? You're just in the water. Oh, you're just hanging at the edge of the pool. <laughs> hold on a minute. I'm going to get out. I'm going to get out in just a second, but hold on. <laughs> just going to hang out underwater. This feels really nice and gross. <laughs> All right. So the longsword is a plus one keen longsword. <gasps> wow. That either has Zenobia or uh, Roderick, right? Because you can double magic it. We can go into that in a second. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I'm about to bore the hell out of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you going to put on your voice? <laughs> your Roddy teacher voice? Mm-hmm. The dagger is a plus one mithril dagger. Ooh. Shiny. Does that mean it's super light? Yes. Yep. But a dagger doesn't weigh that much. It's made of an elven metal. Mm. I actually don't know what benefit mithril weapons gives you. <laughs> I know what mithril armor does. Yeah, but... I mean, mithril armor is great. I don't understand the point of uh, mithril weapons, but I'll, I'll look it up. Um, and the ring is a ring of protection plus one. Yay! Predicted that. <laughs> all right, so uh, Roderick sort of explains what all the items are. This is a very powerful magic sword, a magical dagger made of mithril and a ring of protection. I do not feel it is appropriate to DV these out right now, but we have them. As Roderick was doing all that, I imagine Zenobia was probably holding the rope. Um, Vivian was... Go- and probably... Are you still down? Any damage? Yeah. Alright, well she probably would have like healed you up before you went in the water. Um, but she's going... Vivian's going into first aid mode. She's crying the whole time. But uh, Is that Mercure Light then? Mm-hmm. And to answer the question about the mithril dagger, it weighs half as much as a regular dagger, and it counts as silver for bypassing damage reduction. Ooh, that's good. But does it have? Does it not have the negative silver? Because doesn't silver damage do negative? Yeah. Like, does it do the same? I wonder if it does the same. If it doesn't say anything, then no. It says mithril weapons count as silver for the purpose of overcoming damage reduction. And if that's the period, then no, it doesn't have the damage penalty. So that's why Mithril's better than Silver. Mm, well, there you go. So we kind of gather all this stuff up, and we... Roderick carries Thurskull's body. Because um, now that Thurskull's gone, he's the strongest person in the party. <laughs> that's so sad. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You guys had, like, the same strength, right? Yeah, it was plus yeah. three for both of us, but... How, do you, how are we going to get him up the... Roderick has the climb skill. I put a rank in climb. So he has the climb skill and the strength to, to pull himself and... Uh, Thurskill up. Very impressive. It's kind of like fireman carry, yeah, mm-hmm. over his shoulder as he climbs up the rope. And you haven't seen you haven't seen much of this, but you're you're seeing like because of the damage and everything he's taken, his his clothes are all torn and his muscles are just rippling out of his shirt <laughs> as he's as he's climbing up this rope. Very nice. I'm imagining. Is this the first hint we're getting that he's not human? Oh no, Thurskill only told you that he was human. Uh, that he was Asimar. He thought that. I'm sorry. I think she meant Roderick. Roderick. Oh, uh, Thurskill's dead. We're not talking about him anymore. No, I thought that, that because he's so heavy, because <laughs> he's golden and beautiful. Well, he's not beautiful anymore. He's all acid damaged. No, we we knew you. We knew you were ASMR, but yeah. I don't. I think you've been keeping this hidden. It was the eyes, but if you didn't have the re- relevant knowledge planes, you wouldn't have known. But yeah, you can. This might be a hint that he has something in his bloodline that's making him stronger than most normal people you've seen. Vivian knows what he is, by the way. There are a lot of Asimars in uh, Almas. And for those nerds out there, yes, he has the Angelkin Asimar bloodline, so he has the strength bonus. Very yes. cool. So we're getting back up. Do we just head straight out? No, we've got the um, 
We don't want to leave with these prisoners' items, right? Yeah, so the first place we should probably go is Vissoriana's room. Yes, I agree. So the party moves over to where Vissoriana was hanging out. All right, so the party goes back up to the first floor, over to that laundry room, storeroom area mm-hmm. where Vissoriana is hanging out. <laughs> She's just playing solitaire when we yeah. come in. <laughs> just drawing pictures in the dust. <laughs> oh, that's actually, that's cool. I like that. Penises. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Madam Vasoriana. Oh, yes, my friends. You may have noticed already, but we have defeated the Lopper and the Splatterman. Yes, I can feel that you've almost completed your tasks. But it has not been without cost. And he sort of dramatically rolls Thurskill's body over. Slams him on the ground. Respectfully, but dramatically. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. I did like this one. I did as well. But... Many lives will be lost in order to defeat this evil. You have been prevented from going to your peace to help fight this evil. So your sacrifice, along with his, will allow us to be victorious. Perhaps uh, I will see him in the afterlife once this is all done. Vivian kind of chokes up at that, thinking about meeting him as she passed. She hasn't talked to anyone about that yet. I only wish that I might be able to see my husband as well. It is our mission to free you as quickly as we can. But unfortunately, we have to return to the priests of Phrasma because we are badly wounded and desperately in need of rest. I understand. But please, please hurry back so you may take care of this last threat. I don't have much time left. Point of order. Because the names aren't being written anymore. We don't know that. But it was the Spider-Man that was doing it, right? I mean, it could have been all of their power together. Fair enough. Well, if it is okay with you, we shall leave these haunted prisoner's items here, as you have warned us not to bring them into the town. Yes. The book's a lot thinner. (laughs) Yes, there's not much left of the book. We may destroy it now, just to be rid of it. And he begins to start casting a spell. No, wait. Before you do anything too hasty, I can use these items in my final ritual to seal these evil creatures and the beyond for good. Yes, that that would probably be much wiser than what I was planning. Once the seal is done, you can feel free to destroy whatever you want. <laughs> I shall. I want to, like, hide them in here. Like... Under some of the old rags? Yeah, yeah, just don't make them obvious. And, you know, brush up the the dusty footprints. How do you know those rags aren't ghosts? (laughs) I'm sure she would have told us. Because they would have attacked us already. That's true. Um, The sheets attack. She would know if she was in a room with other ghosts. Spooky ghosts. Being a ghost. She's going to be the actual big boss. Um, (laughs) So... Yeah, the level 8 wizard wasn't the big boss. (laughs) It's going to be her instead. Um, The level 8 wizard after CR6 haunt. (laughs) Why did they put him in this puny prison anyway? Uh, well, he wasn't. I don't know if he was that powerful when he was when he was alive that without was his a spell. Can you that take levels level after you die? But, that's but very he didn't important. Have it. Can you take levels after you die? That's very important for my next question. You can take levels in undead things. Uh, like a lich can continue to take levels. Ew. Noted. Anyway, we hide the books and ask for Soriana to draw more penises, so it looks like we didn't walk in that area of the dust. <laughs> you know. Cover up our foot, our footprints. She draws them in all shapes and sizes. <laughs> so many places I could go with this joke. Oh, just my imagination's running wild. Little lean left, little lean right. Little uh, little uh, 
liquid. <laughs> uh, she points to one really nice one. Said, that was my husband. <laughs> oh, that, oh, that's quite nice. You still remember after all these years. Uh, you never forget that. We'll make sure to tell him that you still remember. This is stupid. All right. <laughs> so we leave the haunted items of Vissoriana and we leave the stupid penis prison. It's <laughs> <laughs> new name. Penis prison. Uh, and so we're, we're doing our slow uh, walk back, Roderick carrying uh, Thurskill's body on his shoulder. And uh, yeah. As soon as we step outside, this is the first time we've been out in sunlight. What time? Hasn't it been like three days? Is there sunlight in Ustalov? Yeah, there's sunlight. This is the first time we've been outside in days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think this is... We've slept twice in the prison. Mm-hmm. And we've been inside the whole time. Maybe crossed a couple of windows, but we've been in this dungeon. It's just been awful. So Vivian just... As soon as they reach outside, she lifts her head to the sky and... You know, feels feels the sunlight touch her skin, mm-hmm. and she she just feels a little reinvigorated by that. But she's still so sad. But she's so relieved to be out of that prison, even for a short time. And as they're walking back, she has to walk. She she at first she's walking behind Roderick carrying Thurskell, but she she eventually moves to walk in front of him because she just can't can't stand can't it. See it. Like Vivian. I'm happy to be in the sunlight again. I'm thinking about Thuriskill's death, knowing that death comes to all warriors. So I start singing my family's victory song. Mm. While we still have one boss left, we know that Splatterman was the, the heart of evil, and I know he's killed my friends and hurt my friends. So I'm going to sing the victory song over Splatterman mm-hmm. and write a new verse. Very cool for commemorating Thurskill and his bravery. That's awesome. So that's what I'm going to enter the he would have been singing. He would have been very proud of that because it's about him. <laughs> <laughs> and Vivian, Vivian, because she's musically inclined, catches, catches, catches it and will sing it with you. Very tearful. It sounds awful. This is the worst you've ever heard her singing. And then Dwarfy chimes in with this out of tune terrible sound because <laughs> he's trying to he, he wants to participate but he's mm-hmm. he's just bad at it mm-hmm. I'm sure he's it's all good he's drinking a lot too yeah no he is yeah absolutely aren't we all we're all taking, oh. we're all taking shots from the the, the keg <laughs> the hammer keg so Roderick is feeling some mixed feelings about this he's you know he's dealt with people dying fighting evil you know his father died fighting evil and he had prepared himself that somebody could die in this. Um, he was prepared that it could have been him. He almost died several times mm-hmm. in this, uh, many, many times in mm-hmm. this adventure so far. And so he had already steeled himself a little bit against this kind of loss. But at the same time, I don't know that he's ever seen somebody die right in front of him like that. Mm-hmm. So, in the, and it's also mixed because he was dealing with the with the haunting effect of the book. And as soon as the Spider-Man died, that feeling that had been chasing him that had really messed him up, like you Mm -hmm. guys remember, that really got in his head, that feeling left as soon as the Spider-Man died. So it's like, oh no, Thurskill died. Oh yay, the Spider-Man died. And now my mind isn't being haunted anymore. Mm -hmm. So, Does he feel guilty about that? Yes. um, But as with the fear before, kind of his reaction is to just keep pushing forward and hopefully the feelings will sort themselves out 
<laughs> he doesn't like to dwell on them because then he'll then he'll just get lost thinking about it. He's an action guy. Yes. You know the the haunt that the Splatter Man had on him. It it was a very fearful, selfish reaction, mm-hmm. right? Because it was like the hoarding spells. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because you'd said that the Splatter Man could only cast the spells that he had spell mastery of. Correct. He couldn't prepare any spells from his spell book, so that was the fear that Roderick was feeling, having been affected by the spell book, was the feeling that the Splatter Man felt when he lost his ability to prepare spells. Exactly. So, what I'm wondering is, that was obviously affecting Roderick, that fear. My question is, did all the fear go away when the haunt broke, or did Roderick realize that some of that fear was his own? Does that make sense? So, he still has his own fear. All he's lost is the... I'm wondering if Roderick was misplacing some of his fear as the Splatterman's effect uh, of the haunt. Uh, I I think I like where you're going with that, but I think no. I think <laughs> I think the fear was all the effect of the haunt. He's mm-hmm. he's very self confident because he's very careful and very focused, and mm-hmm. he knows exactly what he's doing at any mm-hmm. given point. That's why it messed with him so much, is because he's usually in total control of his abilities. Mm-hmm. And this is the first time that it, the total control was taken away, and that's why it messed him up so much. Mm-hmm. So we're we're having these thoughts and these like this very slight discussion as we're traveling back into town, and we make the trek and return. Um, what is the reaction? Are there any townspeople out when we walk back carrying Thurskill's lifeless body? There are townspeople that recognize you. Um, a lot of murmuring. Like you hear a few random people like, "Is he dead? <sighs> we must all be doomed if if they've killed one of them. We, we there's no way we're going to survive." And without addressing anybody, Roderick and I don't know if everybody follows him. Just heads straight for the Temple of Phrasma. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Oh no, Vivian's leading the way to the temple. <laughs> Do. Do we, we go past the monument? Yeah. Yes. How are the letters looking? There are two letters left. And so we there. sort of feel the sting as we walk by. Yeah. You can tell it, that it's getting close. That makes it really hit home when Vasoriana said that she's feeling weak. So well, clearly we, we have one night to rest and we've got to get back. Yeah. So we head straight to the temple. Head to the temple. Uh, you get to the temple of Phrasma. Father Grimborough is there. He and sees, we look beat up. He sees Vivian just covered in blood again, and her face is all red and blotchy from crying. Her ponytail's askew. <laughs> um, it's trying to rebraid itself. <laughs> uh, everyone's scratched up and just covered in dirt and blood, and you see Thurskell in Roderick's arms. Father Grumborough will look over the group. Well... It appears it has not been a a good day. I disagree. We have defeated the Splatterman. That is good news, but at what cost? At what cost, indeed. And at that, uh, Roderick lays Thurskill's body out respectfully on one of the, I don't know, table or wherever they lay dead bodies. Mm. Uh, you'll start to lay him down near the the back where he's standing, and uh, Father Grimrose, hey, no. Take him up to one of the tables near the altar. We'll make sure that his body is taken care of. Thank you, Father. That is one of the reasons we came to you. We knew you would know what to do. And he sees Vivian all blotchy from crying and covered in blood yet again. And he just hugs her. 
that makes her cry more (laughs) (laughs) and like like real ugly cry wailing just level you've you've seen a vision of the beyond haven't you yes father what did you see (sighs) Thurskel spoke to me as he was leaving this is the first time y'all have heard that that must have meant that you meant a lot to him if he made them made the effort to speak to you I hope so and I hope I can fulfill his wishes I after, after this is all over I need to find his family I can understand that I won't ask you what those wishes are those are between you and him but something tells me that you'll have no problems in fulfilling his wishes and she kind of nods and she looks down at her hand and she's been holding the harrow card basically this whole time and she she shows it to father Grimborough and says this is I woke up I, I, I almost I almost died today father and when I woke up this was in my hand but I, I can feel it's not for me and she, this is the first time she's actually looked at it. Mm-hmm. And so she looks at the card. <laughs> Somehow this feels appropriate. I don't right. know why. Uh, the juggler. <laughs> it's a giant. And he's juggling like pieces of a building and an elephant. <laughs> like, and he's so happy. He looks goofy. It feels like a very Thurskel card. Thurskel. And he's very strong. Yes. Yeah. He's very strong. And he's just... He's having a good time. Is it a strength card? It's a keys card. Which is a dexterity card. Huh. The first one of those so far. The juggler is the chaotic good card of dexterity. It represents destiny, Ooh. deities, and those who play with the fates of others. That is huh. so appropriate. It's that really creepy. Disco. He was part of an Azada blooded tribe that played with the fates of others. He tried to help everyone. And he was chaotic good. He was chaotic good. That's really creepy. We're going to have to stop playing with these cards. Because <laughs> they're entirely too... Yeah. yeah. Apropos. We're reaching so into something. So what does a key card do? Uh, you have the list. Oh. Probably yeah. are available. Doesn't it do. let you insert yourself into... It's like, it's my turn now. I think so. Uh, that would make sense. Yes, you can spend a keys card to take your turn immediately. Treat this as a readied action, moving your initiative to just before the currently acting creature. You may only take a move or a standard action on this turn. So it's not completely overpowered. Mm-hmm. Right. But since you like, you see somebody about to cast a spell. Nope, 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 nope. I want to go now. Bitch slap. <laughs> and this is this card you're to give to Thurskill's family. Yeah, so technically this is Philip's hero card. He it, earned is, it. it is Philip's hero he card. He earned it for, for making me cry, but you don't get it yet. <laughs> As for that great role play that he did in the limbo. Mm-hmm. In, our, in our shared death space. Yes. He got it because he made me cry. <laughs> <laughs> A lot. Yep. Like more than once. <laughs> and then I made her cry with the Father Grimbro talk. <laughs> Well, th- you made Vivian cry. Noel didn't cry at that one. <laughs> well, you're still crying. <laughs> Somebody was crying. Lots of tears were shed. So I have a very important question. Yes. Who gets this plus one keen longsword? <laughs> we'll get that to that part. That is up to you guys to decide. It's well, true. There's three things that you can... Oh, so hold on. 
so Thurskill is in gentle repose now? Yeah, he's gentle repose. So I imagine him, um, because because he was vain, he had that drawback of vain, um, his face is covered. He was acid attacked. He was necromanced to death, mm-hmm. essentially. So he doesn't look like That's the pretty, beautiful, his beautiful Asimar man. His beautiful visage was marred. So his... You can you can see the top of his hair off the top of the sheet, but it covering his face and his hands come out and around across his chest with his hammer. And this is his family's hammer. And he's holding it on his chest as he lies. What's making me laugh is you made it sound like Thurskill prepared his own body. Like yeah. like someone else made all these decisions, but it's his like ghost is hovering over. Like, like no, 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 no the cover the up. face. No, hands go like that. put yes. the hammer there. Yes. <laughs> he comes back from the dead for a second. Hey, 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 what are you doing? Like I just imagine him like sitting up, like hold on, and like throws the sheet over himself. Now I'm going back to being dead. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me come back. But um, Vivian Don't wanted make to me tell you again. Vivian wanted to help with the preparations of the body, and she would have made sure that he looked as beautiful as possible. Roderick kind of tries to insert himself too, but there's enough priests around that he feels like maybe I should just take a step back and no. let the professionals do it. No, Vivian would bring you forward to help. So he's a little bit, he's and, a little bit trepid at that, a little dwarfy. bit of trepidation. But. And Dwarfy, if Dwarfy's up to it. I think Dwarfy's up to it, but you're playing Dwarfy I mean, now, Dwarfy so. is up to, he's going to help, but his face is going to be wet with tears and snot. And she's just gonna keep keep the snot off the the veil. She's like, there's God wouldn't like that. <laughs> He'd make me try and eat it. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. He would. <laughs> <laughs> so with all the emotions going on, once all the preparations are done, Roderick does pull Father Grimbro aside and says, we are making good progress, but we must keep going. We are very hurt. Um, any healing and assistance your priest could provide to get us ready for tomorrow, we may be able to finish this fight tomorrow. And any preparation you could give us would be appreciated. Especially in the form of a... Restoration. Yes. Restoration, yes. <laughs> we all need restoration. How yeah. many of you guys have restorations? Water. Roger doesn't need it. One oh, last... no, you can go to the, the, yeah, the tavern to get your holy water vials and all that. And as Vivian is preparing Thurskill's body, um, she was making sure to put braids in his hair. Not like girly braids, but like... Mm-hmm. Warrior braids. Warrior braids. braids. Exactly. Yeah. Cornrow braids. Pre- preparing Not- him for Valhalla. Exactly. Exactly. Make sure he smells good. Mm-hmm. For the Valkyries. Exactly. <laughs> do Asimars burn or bury? Asimars do not have fire resistance normally, so... No. Um, it depends but on funeral, the faith. Funeral uh, rites. Well, it depends on no, his religion. Yeah. But, 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 uh, so he worships Ragathiel. Ragathiel um, was a... Uh, a imperial lord um, who had fire wings. Mm. So that's just a little bit about Ragathiel. Yeah. Um, he, uh, what was I going to say before I explained Ragathiel? What were we talking about? How to properly turn, but I, I, think we were, I think we were planning on maintaining his body. Yeah. I don't remember. Never mind. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so. whatever healing the priests have. Um,. So they'll heal you back up all to full. Um, they'll cast how many? 
Who all needs restoration? <sighs> Dorothy definitely does. I still got a few points of damage. Zenobia and Dorothy took four. Is it, uh, Vivian took two. Correct. All right. So they'll, Father Grammar will cast Blessed Restoration on each of you. So I'll start with Zenobia. You get two back. Dwarfy gets one back. Of course it <laughs> And Vivian, two back. All right. So Vivian's back up. So with the Knight's Rest, it's one back. You get one back. Uh, if anybody does the whole treat deadly wounds or whatever overnight or providing long-term care, mm-hmm. you would get double that back overnight. So I would get everybody else basically up. Um, and I'm sure the priest could help with that too. Yeah. And Dwarfy is at full hit points, but he's still down two. So with well. the, so with the double back, Zenobia can get back up. Mm-hmm. And Dwarfy could as well. So, cause I, I was at 35 from 38 and I got bit. We're talking about the wisdom damage. Oh, yeah, but all your HP yeah, got your healed HP up. Your HP is healed all the way up. And my wisdom damage is where? Yeah. So, so basically, Zenobia, you're not allowed to drink tonight because the the clerics are going to be watching you all night to get your damage back up. Your damage back up. <laughs> They're going to kill <laughs> to you wisdom. in your sleep. To get rid of, my wi- to get rid of to the get wisdom damage. Ri- to get rid of your wisdom damage. <laughs> my wisdom. I, I, I'm done. Yes, I've, Okay. So essentially for the no, This evening. isn't a drinking night anyway. We cannot get drunk and well, go back tomorrow. Y- y- That's true. I sent, the way I would see it is you'd meet here, you'd get healed back up, you'd go over to the outward inn. Have, have a your, drink to celebrate. Have your celebration, show. and then basically come back and sleep in the infirmary. Mm-hmm. That's what, That was my plan. Exactly. Yeah. So after we get our spot healing from the father, we uh, go over to the, to the inn. Mm-hmm. After the body's prepared, um, we should all probably go shower before we show up in the inn. Um, so Vivian is going to take Thurskull's pack up to wherever she's staying in one of the rooms, um, and she's, she, you know, she's just kind of setting it down and 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 being slightly practical, just looking through to see maybe he had a potion of cure light wounds or something left over. Mm-hmm. Um, and as she's going through the pack, she comes across. The dwarven ale that Dwarfy had given him uh, the first day they went to Harrowstone. Hmm. So she kind of sighs and puts it on the her night not her nightstand. <laughs> I'll drink that later. Um, <laughs> puts it on the dresser, uh, goes and cleans up, and then as they all go to meet to the inn, she comes down with the bottle. Okay. And uh, walks up to Dwarfy. I I found this. We were supposed to drink that together. It's, I remember. You know what? I don't want to drink it now. I want to wait till after we're finished. I promised him after we're finished, we'd drink it together. And I think that we should all drink it together. For the first time in hours, Vivian, she's still very, very weepy, but she she ma- cracks a little smile. I think that's a wonderful idea, Dwarfy. Soriana! <laughs> Jeez. Jeez. Right. I need you to hold this for us. You're, you're not at the end yet. <laughs> I thought that's where we were. <laughs> we're in the chapel. We're, we're in the chapel. I didn't mean to yell at everybody. <laughs> Just he, yelling that out. And she heard you one. from the chapel. She heard you from there. It's as loud as the uh, alarm block. <laughs> <laughs> you just randomly after you yell out, you go, "What?" <laughs> she shouts back across the alley. <laughs> Dwarfy, I know that voice. 
Uh, yeah, no. All that. Yeah, I thought we were at the, at the. I thought we met at the end. That's where I thought we were. <laughs> so, I think that's a good idea, Dwarfy. Maybe. I've already forgotten. Sorry, Anna. Sorry, Anna. Maybe Sariana can hold it for us. That's my thought exactly. All right, let's let's go to the inn. Grab some rabbit. <laughs> some rabbit bacon. Ooh, start <laughs> finally eat gra- a rabbit we shall gravy smother it in gravy in celebration <laughs> no no he, he hated, hated gravy, gravy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I got that backwards <laughs> no gravy tonight mm-hmm. uh, dump out all the gravy in the back <laughs> <laughs> pour some gravy out for Thurscale <laughs> that's gross so you all meet up and you head over to the outward end um as you walk in, you see some of the locals sitting at the tables. You see Sariana behind the bar. And you even see Kendra. She's still there. I forgot about her. Oh, we do, yeah. yeah. It's all her fault. <laughs> I was thinking that. <laughs> Fucking Kendra. <laughs> I mean, technically, it's the professor's fault, but... I'd move, you know. I was moving towards that direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kendra will turn to look at the door, see the group has walked in. She sees Roderick, and her eyes light up, and she runs to Roderick. Oh, Roderick, you're back. I, I was worried I would never see you again. Kendra, it is good to see you. We have made good progress, but it was not without cost. What, what do you mean? Thurskill, the beautiful man that was <laughs> accompanying us. He, he is no more. What? Uh, of everyone that went, I did not think it would be him. Neither did I, but the Splatterman had other... He had other plans. Have you... Have you gotten rid of all of the... The evils in that prison? All but one. We have eliminated four of the five. The Mosswater Marauder is the only one that remains. So that means you have to go back. Yes. Uh, Kendra. Yes? We have confirmation of how your father died. In? In Harriston. How, how was that? He was murdered by the very cult that he was studying. So they, they pushed the gargoyle down onto him? No, they murdered him by other means, and then pushed the gargoyle on him to make it look like an accident. But Why? That we have not discovered yet, but we spoke to the ghost of Vesoriana, the wife of the warden 50 years ago. She told us that your father was a good man and that he was killed because he was working against the evil, the evil cult that took him. I will kill them all. Yes, that, that is my intention as well, but we must we must finally end the evil in Harrowstone first. Uh, I... I don't know about you, but in the wake of this news about my father and the news about Thurskel, um, I think it's time for drinks. <laughs> yes, I would agree. And you turn, you turn around, and Vivian's already got a tray there. <laughs> there's, they're super. Um, Johnny on the spot. They're super, like, like fuzzy navels all around. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say they're super, like, cocktaily. Like they're very pretty drinks. <laughs> my ties. Yeah, 
thinking like one of those like cool like layered ones. It's a pineapple upside down cake shot. Yeah, exactly. Which are actually pretty good. Lots of shots. Mm-hmm. I, I got I got shots. You did good, Vivian. And we will finish this tomorrow. But tonight we must rest and honor the memory of Thurskill. Absolutely. But I... From what I knew of Thurskill, he did pretty much devour my entire bar at home. <laughs> I think he would want us to have a drink in his name. Yes, I agree. More than one. This is probably true. Just just one, Vivian. Thursko wouldn't say that. Yes, but he's not here anymore. Ah. <laughs> Harsh. <laughs> I couldn't think of anything. <laughs> that was the only response. <laughs> well, he's dead now. <laughs> that was the only dead, response. Dead, dead, dead. <laughs> Don't worry. Because these are super, like, girly shots, none of them are very high in alcohol content, so we can have a couple. <laughs> no, those are the ones that really get you into trouble, because they yeah. don't taste those like alcohol. Those are the skirt lifters. Yeah. <laughs> Thirst got wore a skirt. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. Put it down. Oh, we're going to have to change our art now. Yeah. Now, uh, Miguel's going to have to draw another character. Mm. So, shots all around. Shots all around. Vivian will be singing, and she'll be singing something super body. Mm-hmm. For her scale, makes she makes dwarfy. She's 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 getting over it, and she's kind of getting into the not motherly mode, but but uh, wants to get everyone's feelings up. Mood booster. That's not what I want to say. I don't know what I want to say. Well, I get it. Yeah. yeah. You 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 have felt all the pain that you're going to feel, and you don't want anyone else to feel that pain. Exactly. And she's 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 trying to get everything up, especially Dwarfy. She's 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 finding it very hard uh, witnessing Dwarfy's grief. And Dwarfy took the drinks that you gave him mm-hmm. out of respect, but he doesn't want to drink anything else. Mm-hmm. He's that sad. This is serious. Dwarfy's sobering up. That's mm-hmm. how distressed he is. I don't know if we want to see a sober Dwarfy. Right. On the flip side of things, Roderick pulls Zenobia aside, and he's like. This is all very sad, but we still have a job to do. Yes, I've been thinking the same thing. What do we need to assemble while we're here? I know we need to rest. We need to rest. We need to inventory the items we have. We have these. Uh, we have this magical, this magical sword, this magical dagger, the ring. We must decide what the most beneficial distribution is for our tactical advantage. Do we need to generate money? Do we need to buy anything while we're here? Because I'll go out and do that now. If, uh, I think we should resupply on our stock of holy water, but... Nothing else at the moment. I am I am good in terms of consumables. Do we need any potions? I do not, but the others might. Yes, you're right. But I think that needs to wait till tomorrow. We're all exhausted. I think that is wise. So as you begin to wrap up the evening... Uh, you settle in for one more drink before heading back to the infirmary at the uh, the chapel to have the restoration cast on you. You raise the drink up for one more toast for the night in Thurskell's name. And as the glasses clink, Zenobia begins a dirge. Exiled as him I stood bold in the dungeon, dank and cold, faced the splatter man through fear. He fought with fatal vision clear. 
Stalwart, fast, and ever sure To make a joke to reassure Wielded blood, rage, water, faith And faced his fate against the wraith Fought with hammer, axe, and bow Dealing havoc to the foe Fought until he could not save Himself from falling to the grave Thurskel Shadel Ragthiel's rage Long live his name in legend Long live your name in legend and as we listen to the music, we're transported back to Thurskell's past. You're choosing him? He's not the eldest or the strongest. I should be the one to lead, not my brother. What he lacks in strength, he more than makes up for in wisdom. Randy will make for a fine king. And with you at his side, he will have all the strength that he needs to be a just and noble ruler. It takes more than strength to be a ruler. The problems of a leader are mostly not physical. A king must account for every member of his tribe, not just the warriors. You cannot beat up hunger and hardship. It takes a keen mind to look past now and into the future, and Ranley excels at this. He does not even want to be king. He wants to study scrolls of history and religion. How can he see into the future if he's staring so far into the past? In being engaged in the day-to-day -day tasks of leading our soldiers, all I can see are the dangers that we must be ready for. We pride ourselves in avenging those societies that fell because they could not protect themselves from evil. Our tribe is mighty, and its leader must be a beacon of strength so that we can continue to topple would-be conquerors and usurpers. Enough! This discussion is over. How dare you criticize my choice and successor? How dare you pass judgment on both your father and your king? You, Thurskill, are out of line. The Council and I have made this decision together. You can either accept it and be a part of this tribe, or you can forge out on your own and create your own tribe, one that is all brawn and no brain. Only evil thinks that power comes from strength alone. I feared that this would happen. The influence of your mo- <laughs> Thurskill, you are my firstborn son and I have great affection for you. But I am king, and I know what is best for this tribe. I am sorry, but please understand that your past accomplishments were not overlooked, nor was your place in line. We have never chosen our rulers by birth order alone. It is my hope that in time you will see that this is the best decision. We will discuss it no more. Smirad turned to leave the council's tent, Thurskel said in a low growl. You are right, father. I was out of line, but I was never really in line to begin with. It's evident that my stepmother is to blame for this decision. After Thurskell's mother died, they never spoke of her again. Her memory and legacy were his alone to carry. She was not revered or discussed as the other foremothers of the tribe were. It is not about wisdom at all. It is Halen's influence that is keeping me from leading. Well, if I'm not wanted, then so be it. I wish you all good fortune. You'll need it with a weak king and his weaker heir. With that, Thurskell left the tent. His brother Ranley, overhearing all of this, ran after him. Brother, wait! Please don't leave. 